Welcome to episode 19 of Your Town Crime, where we choose our town by the throw of a dart. Maybe next week, we'll hit your town. This week, we hit Warm Springs, Nevada. At first glance, there's not much to this ghost town, but just outside of town lies one of the most secretive places in the country. As always, thanks to podbean.com for getting your podcast out there and podbelly.com for teaching us how to start a podcast. Go check out podbelly.com if you're wanting to start a podcast. Also, check out their podcast directory for other cool shows. All right, that's all. I hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, welcome to the episode. How you doing, Shannon? I'm doing great, Jason. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. I'm going to be a dad to my second kid this week, so I'm really excited. Crazy. I know. I know. It's coming up. If we don't have a baby between now and Friday, we will have one Friday. Yes. scheduled. Um, Baby's kind of big, so (laughs) my wife is not, so they're trying to give her some relief and... uh, and get this baby here. So. She's a rock star. Okay, I'm going to say, I think, because you are not finding yeah, out the gender. Find out the gender, no. I don't know how you guys did this, but. It's pretty easy. Patience. Yeah, we had, <laughs> if we hadn't put it on Facebook or anything. So. Oh, yeah. So you guys are special. You guys know, you guys know, and, and people that I really know in real life. Don't in real know. life? That's what my son <laughs> says. In real life, Dad. In real life. Yeah, in real life, uh, don't know about it, so. You guys are special. You know about this kid. Yes. So, yeah, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Okay, so I think you're going to have another boy. Another boy? Yeah. Do you have any predictions? I don't, I don't know. My dad was was one of four kids, four boys. Uh, my brother, and he had two boys. My uh-huh. brother has had two boys, and I've had one. So, uh, But, I mean, my, my dad's brothers had, you know, I have. There's only one bo- other boy other than my two, my brother and me. So uh-huh. Out of, the, of my first cousins, there's a, there was three girls and three boys. So yeah, who knows? I know. I have a gut feeling it's a boy, but it would be so precious and exciting either way. But a girl would be pretty awesome for your yeah. parents at least. Yeah, my mom <laughs> would like it like a girl. Um, she was an only child, and um, yeah, I thought that was wild. She's an only child. Her parents. Parents didn't have her. Her mother was 38, which is how old Emily is. Her father was 45, and I'll be 42 in, in wow. July. And I thought, man, they were so old. <laughs> like my entire life, I was thinking, man, my grandparents are so old. They were so old when they had my parents, my mom. And, and I was like, now I'm here. I'm at the same, <laughs> now the you same are. Age, you know? And I've, I don't know. I've talked about it. Maybe that's why. It's, uh, here we are. <laughs> I'm going to be 42, and, like, he was born in 1907, and I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> my grandkids are going to be talking about me, you know, fuck weights, until <laughs> he's 40 to have kids. I'm going to be long gone, you know? <laughs> so, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just exciting, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But I don't know whether it's going to be a girl or a boy. I don't know. Okay, I was well. thinking about a girl this afternoon, just kind of if that happened, just the excitement, but it'll be excitement if it's a boy, too. Oh, I, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I don't prefer either. I just want, 
I'm just ready for a ready. Baby, yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, I know. And Emily, it's like when you're pregnant, you just you don't really want to go through delivery, but then right. when it gets to the end, you're like, I want to meet this baby. Right, like yeah. you just can't wait to hold him, and it's, it's so like exciting. you're ready to go through the pain to yeah. get there. And then you know, bringing the baby home to meet meet big brother. Oh yeah. So yeah, he won't get to go to the hospital. No, he won't get to go. Aww. Yeah. Uh, just two visitors, so it won't be as exciting as last time, you know, you, where everybody's waiting outside, and you walk out and say, mm-hmm. we got a baby boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's just, I mean, that was a great memory. My niece, she started crying. Aww. I said, we got a baby. And she <laughs> she started crying. She was just two. She said, but I'm the baby. <laughs> I mean, that's a special memory to think about that. Um, as soon as she turned three, she wasn't a baby anymore. Uh-huh. So. But that was a great, you know, great memory, so. Yeah, so you'll get to meet him, meet yeah, him or her. Right. See, I just said him, so oh. eh, we'll see. <laughs> the uh, one of the ultrasound techs or whatever they're called, the ultrasound tech. Um, yeah. If if that's below their, if that's below their education, then I apologize, but <laughs> because they are awesome for what they do. But she she kept saying he and him, and after we said we didn't want to know, she's <laughs> like, "Oh, just disregard what I'm saying. I just say that that's the pronoun I choose and all that stuff." So that's <laughs> okay. just uh, you know like. Like talking about a dog, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a girl dog, but everybody calls it he, or if it's a boy <laughs> dog, everybody calls it she. So it's oh, kind of deal. So yeah. good save. And mate, yeah, she said that, but then we're like, did she really, or is that just her save, her go to? Because she does this Gosh, all the time. That would be so hard, but so cool because it would make that moment even more special. It is. So it was like it's 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 a boy. Mm-hmm. You know, when Huck was born, it was yeah, great. that would be so, cool. But yeah. then. You miss out on all the shopping, Jason. Uh, didn't miss out on any of that. <laughs> okay. No. We did a registry. We didn't do a registry this time. I mean, we've already got kids, so we've already got stuff, and and uh, you know everybody. So plus we we hadn't really let it known. I mean, everybody at church knows and stuff, but uh, hey, we've got a few things. But you know, we just like registered for like white onesies, white new, mm-hmm. newborn wood onesies because they're going to grow out of them in a week or two, right. pretty quick. Especially mm-hmm. when you got an eight pound, you know. 11 ounce baby yeah you know going close to nine pounds you know they, they're not in newborn stuff very long yeah uh so so that you know and then that gives grandparents time grandmother's time to go out and buy Uh-oh. you know oh yeah. So, yeah <laughs> so exciting it's your boy he'll he'll get to meet it soon i hope oh yeah he will probably be jealous if he nah. sees me holding the baby uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know how he's gonna do if we have another one <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll be fine. I've been talking to, to Huck about it, like, you know, warning him about, you know, mom's going to be busy and you're going to have to play by yourself a little bit more and, mm-hmm. and give mom, you know, some space with the baby. And I said, he said, maybe, maybe when the baby's asleep, mom will play with me. Oh. I said, yeah, she will, <laughs> but she's going to be tired too. So. Oh, yeah. She'll be exhausted. Talked about all that. The baby will wake up during the night. So we're getting, I'm tired all the time. <laughs> so I'm. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that, but, uh, but you know, it's going to go by quicker than I want it to. And I do realize that at 42, that's something that I definitely realize is how fast time goes. And, you know, uh, so I do I hope I'm, I feel like I'm holding those, those moments closer mm-hmm. to me because I know they're going to end. Yeah. And, uh, and you know how fast it goes with yeah. Oak too. That it first is. year, that first year Huck was here was the fastest year of my life. Mm-hmm. He was one years old. I mean, yeah. In the moment, though, it feels like forever. And when it's a long that? night and you're up all night, it feels yeah. like forever. The nine <laughs> months, the nine months seem slower 
the end of the first year. Uh-huh. So, anyway. I, but after saying that, all that about the baby, we might not have an episode next week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the the last week of the last week of May. Episode 20 might be postponed just a little bit, but it's for a good reason. And uh, we might, it might be a week or two. I don't know how long it'll be yet. So we'll just see, see how we feel, how everything's going. And, and then we'll, uh, we'll get kicked back off uh, at some point here pretty soon. So yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Summertime's here. So we'll give you some, some podcasts to listen to while you're going on vacation. Cause everything's opening back up. Yes. You know, the CDC saying if you're vaccinated, just do what you want pretty much, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> Uh, follow the rules and whatever those are now. I don't know. I, I didn't don't think know. there was rules if you're vaccinated. Like you can wear it inside, outside, except in certain situations. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't understand what that means. You just told me I could do whatever I wanted. So, uh, anyway. So. That's how it's been all year long. I do think I was talking to my husband the other day, and I think the word for the year should be shortage. Shortage, yeah. Shortage on everything. I feel like we've had a shortage on every chlorine tablets, gasoline. Yeah, chlorine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. We switched to uh, to bleach at, the, at work a few years ago, sodium hypochlorite. And uh, yeah, but I heard about the chlorine gas mm-hmm. was in short supply and the, some bleach was too, but we didn't, it didn't affect us too much, but we don't get that much. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, so which you, we were fine. We found some, and I think it's fine now. But it's like shortage, yeah. and so we kind of freak out. And then a few days later, it's like, oh, it's fine. The pool's open? <laughs> the pool's open. It's just too cold. Yeah. But yeah, it's open. Right. Looks good and clear. Ready for some more sunshine. Good. All right. Yes. So I guess we'll jump right into the episode. Right here. How's that sound? Sounds good. Now, this might be one of our shortest episodes so far. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be our shortest ones ever. Well, we jumped in and, you know, we did a little bit of the Google search, like we always do, to see, hey, is there going to be any crime? Is there going to be anything to talk about? <laughs> and I looked it up and I was like, well, there's not a lot there. I didn't look at it long enough. Yeah. We looked <laughs> we at got, it for two seconds. Right. And we looked at the crime and we're like, yeah, there's some from Warm, Warm Springs. In Nevada, but it was evidently there's a road named Warm Springs in in Las Vegas, right mm-hmm. outside Las Vegas, somewhere around there. I didn't, I didn't look at it because it wasn't did pertain <laughs> to what I was needing. I was just like, ah, oh, here's another one. Here's another. One. So Warm Springs, Nevada, is a ghost town. <laughs> Literal ghost <laughs> Literal. town. There's no, nobody lives there. So we found that out, but we we continued to forge ahead because, like we say, we've said several times in the past. And I think the first episode, every town has a story. And um, so we're going to talk about what we found here. Uh, we did have to spread out a little bit to give you all something. And our true crime, we couldn't find one in Warm Springs, but we did find uh, something in the county. Uh, so that was that, you know. So we did have to spread out a little bit to uh, to find find a true crime. There's plenty around the area to talk about. So, mm-hmm. uh, And I could have dove in a lot more, but it would have turned into a different kind of uh, podcast, mm-hmm. more of a conspiracy theory, aliens, oh. uh, that kind. But I'm I'm going to get a little of that too. So there's a little. So if you if you're into aliens, you're if you're into UFOs, then you know what I'm fixing to talk about because we're in Nevada. But uh, <laughs> so there's a little teaser uh, for your little your little alien, <laughs> the grays, you the know. grays. Yeah, if you're into <laughs> all that, 
if you watched uh, Project Blue Book like I did, uh, then you know what I'm talking about. So, so were you into aliens? I'm not. I, I guess you could say, yeah, but I'm not. I just, I just enjoy the possibility mm-hmm. of it. You know, like, like I don't, I don't, eh, I just don't, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's entertaining. There we go. That's the, what's what I'm trying to say. It's entertaining mm-hmm. to think, to think about. It's entertaining to, to watch the, the ancient aliens and all that stuff. But you know, I don't, it's just, you know, for the most part, I think it's just entertaining and it's, mm-hmm. it's probably a, you know, a lot of, a lot of nothing and reading into a whole lot of things that aren't exact. But if there's, if there's been one visit, then it's true, you mm-hmm. know? So it's a big universe. There's no telling what, uh, what's out there. Uh, you know, we talked about going to church and stuff. Uh, talk about God created a big universe. No telling what he did mm-hmm. out there that we don't know about. Um, so I can't, I can't limit him. I can't put him in a box. So just a, hopefully they're friendlies, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. obviously they so, are, I guess. Right. Yes. I, I don't know <laughs> if there is such a thing. <laughs> so I, I did see something that, uh, something in the news this weekend that there was some kind of sighting, some, some kind of ship, uh, one of our attack, one of our warships, I think is what it said, uh, saw something. Mm-hmm. Uh, come out of the ocean or go back into the ocean or something. I mm. uh, didn't read the story, but I saw that headline earlier today or yesterday. So, so yeah, who knows? But um, anyway, jump right into Warm Springs, Nevada. It's in Nye County, Nevada. Uh, the population, like I said earlier, is zero. There's <laughs> nobody there. It's at the junction of U.S. Route 6 and State Route 375. Now. If you are an alien uh, expert or follower, you might have heard of the extraterrestrial highway in Nevada. I've never heard of this. I have. So, <laughs> so explain. So, uh, I know. So, I, you know, I watch all those. I can't remember anybody. You know, there's the dude with the hair that's on the memes. Like, aliens. Uh-huh. You know, I've watched that show before quite a bit. Uh, when I was on Night Shift, uh I think Thursdays was History Channel's Ancient Alien Days, Ancient Alien Days, and I could put that on and just fall right to sleep. So, <laughs> uh, some days, and some days I'd get interested and stay up for a little bit. But yeah, that guy. Uh, and uh, I've seen some other shows. I don't know. I did watch Project Blue Book. I just think it's very entertaining because uh, you just don't know. So, where do you watch Project Blue Book? I think it was on the History Channel too. It was okay. a series. Okay. I believe it came off came on after the Curse of Oak Island, which is <laughs> one of my. I've only got two shows now, really, and they're both documentary style. And one of them is Curse of Oak Island, and one, the other one is uh, the Gold Rush shows, just like all of them. Because mm-hmm. I've been to Alaska, and that's one of the reasons we went to Alaska. Okay. Uh, but anyway, getting back in <laughs> Nevada. So the extraterrestrial highway is uh, State Route 375, and, um, and Warren Springs is on the junction of those two highways, Route 6 and Route 375. So. If you're traveling up the the extraterrestrial highway from the from down closer to Las Vegas, to get to the end of it, you're that's that's it. That's Warm Springs, uh, and there's uh, it was settled in 1866 as a stagecoach or a stopover for stagecoaches, and uh, people traveling from Utah to Central California, and uh, the, there is a hot there is a hot springs there. There's a Warm Springs, mm-hmm. and they you know they they dug 
they dug trenches and uh, canals, uh, sort of, you know, just ditches, mm-hmm. pretty much. And as it, you know, traveled through the ditch, it would cool off and provide drinking water for the horses. So they did have a water source there, which was big, because if you look at this part of part of Nevada or any of Nevada, pretty much there's no water. Right, desert. It's just desert. Uh, so this created created a place for them to get water. Um, in the 1890s, the railroad replaced the stagecoach, so it kind of sh- killed the town. There's nothing here mm-hmm. for us anymore. This railroad, railroad didn't go through there. Uh, it's just, you know, just an old stagecoach road pretty much. There was, sure, there were still people come through, but just not as many regular uh, visitors as there was. Um, and it never was really a destination for Hot Springs, even though they were there. Um, they did... Um, in the early 1900s, the hot springs all around the country, it was like a big thing to do. We talked about Eureka Springs, mm-hmm. you know, the Victorian houses around this time when uh, Eureka Springs popped up and Hot Springs, Arkansas, and, and all those, Arkansas's got a few. Uh, but that's when all that stuff started getting, getting popular. And then up into the, you know, the 20s and 30s, the polio, uh, if you know anything about FDR, he visited a place, I think it might have been called Warm Springs. It was called something Springs. Uh, I think it was in Georgia. It's off the top of my head. Uh, but anyway, he went somewhere to, to vacation to help his polio. Uh, the warm water and the, the minerals in the water are supposed to help. So anyway, this did boost the economy a little bit in Warm Springs, but it never was really a destination, like I said. It's just people that were traveling would stop and maybe take a warm bath pretty much mm-hmm. and relax for a little bit. Uh, there never was a big resort built there. Uh, at some at some time, they did have a post office there from eight, from 1924 to 1929. So that's probably the the five years that it was a boom, mm-hmm. where there was actually people there. Uh, there was enough people there to have a post office, and um, and to apply for a post office. So very short lived town. Um, if you go there now, you can find two buildings. That's it. Just two? Just two. They're uh-huh. opposite sides of the road. One's a, one's like a diner, cafe type, type building. It says something on it. Uh, and then across the road's a house. Both of them have been boarded up, and they're falling, falling apart. Uh, it's just pretty much the shell. Hmm. Uh, but um, <clears throat> there's also a swimming pool. And if you get on Google Earth, <laughs> Google Earth, Google, Google Maps, uh, and type in Warm Springs, you can zoom in and you can see the swimming pool and it looks like your swimming pool. I mean, it's blue. Hmm. Yeah. It looks like it's been treated, you know, and all that, but it's the warm Springs. Like I was talking about those ditches, they come down and they, the one side of the pool that flows into, mm-hmm. and then at the other side of the pool, it flows out and goes back into the ditch. So it's constantly getting cleaned oh, and cleaning itself. Interesting. So it's fresh water coming in and the bad water going out, I guess. And, uh, so it's, it keeps clean, and you can get on YouTube and find people who visiting. And I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's officially open. Uh-huh. Like there's a gate there and a fence around it, oh. and a padlock on it. Okay. Sometimes I think there's a padlock there. Uh-huh. I don't think it stays there though. Oh. I don't know uh, if it's being replaced anymore, but you know, you can find YouTube videos of people hanging out there. There's one lady I watched, and uh, she just travels around by herself, camping and stuff. <laughs> There's people camping there, and she uh, she just topped right in. Said it was <laughs> felt great, and it's you know it's not the pool's the nicest thing. 
because uh-huh. the, the concrete around it's busted up. Right. Uh, there's grass growing, you know, just stuff growing in it, and it's uh, kind of in ruin, but, but the pool was still there, and she hopped in. <laughs> and there was other people around, you know, camping in the parking lot, uh, the parking area outside. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's pretty neat. That's that, but that's all that's in Warm Springs. <laughs> that's some, it. <laughs> and some ruins. There's some, you know, you can see where some other buildings were. Uh, there might be some other building, you know, sites that, you know, stuff's falling down. There's looks like an old rock corral or something uh, there. Um, but I will expand a little bit to outside. Um, Warm Springs, if you go about 10 minutes east, 10 miles east, up uh, Route 6, it's uh, it's the so-called Base Camp Airfield. And what I read, this is like an emergency uh, airstrip for test flights out of Area 51, mm-hmm. which is just south of Warm Springs. Mm-hmm. Pretty close. Um, so that's what they think it's for. It's got like a, I think it was a 7,500 square, or excuse me, 100, excuse me. I think it was a 7,500 foot uh, runway. So that's pretty long. Mm -hmm. That's over a mile, uh, over a mile long runway, which, you know, if you look at Area 51 on Google, like I'm sure you have hundreds of times, Shannon. Never. Never. Not once. Not (laughs) once. Okay. I have before today. Um. They've got some, I don't know how long the runways are, but they are very long. I okay. mean, it's just ridiculous how long they are hmm. and uh, miles long. So, Why? I don't know. Top secret. They've got, uh, I mean, they have developed uh, some pretty cool air, uh, air, airplanes and, and technology out of there. Uh, so, you know, some, uh, so I guess it's just, you know, they need long runways because they don't know how long it's going to take to stop. Okay. If hmm. something's designed wrong, it might take them a while to stop, and they just got it there for uh, for safety. I don't know. Interesting. Or it could be well, that's where the aliens land. Maybe. And that's how long an airstrip they need. <laughs> Who knows? Because so, their ship is so huge. Maybe. We don't know. Um, but anyway, that base camp airfield, it's there. You can see it from the road because it's just in a flat desert area right off the road and uh there's some buildings around it and you the guy that was writing this um he he uh said he couldn't see anything uh but if you go to the gate like you're gonna or if you go up and you start walking through the somebody's gonna come see you mm-hmm. they're gonna come talk to you oh. you might not see anybody but they see you oh. um, that's so, that, so creepy yeah i know that's 10 minutes up the road 10 miles up the road if you go about 15 miles up 15 miles on up the road there's another place there called project faultless test site and it's a uh they did an under underground test on a one megaton nuke so we were talking about that up in um pinedale Mm -hmm. uh wyoming uh they were wanting to do some tests and stuff like that and they they got it out well nevada they did it there Mm -hmm. and evidently it wasn't a good spot they were going to use this as a a alternative spot for the the nevada test testing area Mm -hmm. um I'll talk about that in a second too, but uh, anyway, the ground sunk like ten feet uh, in that area from where the blast the blast was, and mm. uh, you can go- get on Google Maps. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> you can go there too, and there's this dude standing on top of one of the caps. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'll do that. I don't know, but it's a concrete cap on top of I guess the the hole they dug, the well the, uh-huh. that they dug, the uh, uh, that they drilled into the ground and did whatever they did and they capped it off and the dude's standing on top of it and uh 
anyway, but you can drive right up to it. Hmm. So uh, that might be something to see if you're if you're into this. Um, let me stop right here and plug a book or uh, plug a guy. Uh, I got a lot of this information from the Harry Helms blog. Um, uh, I believe he goes by the name Butch, but his blog is called the Harry Helms blog. And a lot of this information came from there, and he wrote a book. Uh, go to just look it up. Google the Harry Hems blog, and uh, look. I think it was called this. This uh, something about secret vacations. Hang on, just one second. Let me find it for you. Okay, I had to look it up. Sorry about that. It was called uh, "Top Secret Tourism" by Harry Hems, H E L M S. So uh, look that up if you if you're into this kind of thing. That's where I got most of this information for the entire episode. About uh, it's about all I could find. He had more on on uh on warm springs than i could find and uh he also talked about the surrounding area all that information i just talked about with uh base camp airfield and Pr- project uh faultless uh so um so check out that book if you if you like adventure and you're out running around and you've got uh you like uh, overlanding or something like that it'd probably be a pretty cool book if you're out in nevada uh not sure what else he's got in there but he does have those two places he's also got uh area 51 i said something about it earlier it's just south of warm springs it's actually closer to rachel nevada and i i i guess i didn't didn't want to do rachel nevada because it's so close to warm springs and maybe we'll hit that at some point Mm -hmm. but i guess if we hit rachel nevada again there's not a whole lot more there than what i've got right here Mm -hmm. so we'll just combine these two a little bit and if we hit Rachel in the in the future, we'll just say, hey, we'll just go uh, rethrow or something. But um, Rachel, Nevada is about fifty miles, fifty nine miles south on the extraterrestrial highway uh, from Warm Springs, and this is like ground zero for Area Fifty One. If you've seen, if you've if you've watched any of the alien stuff on TV for any time at all, you've seen Rachel, Nevada. I've seen it. I've seen the pictures <laughs> of these signs. Uh, there's not a lot there. It's a small town, uh, but uh, there's a place called the the Ailey, the mm-hmm. Ailey Inn. Get it? Mm-hmm. The Ailey Inn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's like the only place to stop there. There there was like a little museum in town, but I, I saw where that was closed. It might be reopened. Who knows? But that's kind of all they do there. Area 51 is just on the other side of the mountain from it. Um, if you've also watched any alien stuff or has watched as much as I have I feel I feel really weird about this now that I know that I've seen this stuff and I was like oh yeah I remember seeing that because I feel like a big alien nerd now and I'm I, I'm not that I just you know when you're on night shift and single you watch some weird stuff on tv and like ancient aliens you know Robert Clockworthy could put me to sleep he's the see I even he the, he's the He's the uh, the voice of ancient aliens, but anyway, the narrator. Uh, but there's a, also the black mailbox. If you've heard of that, uh, it's just south of, of Rachel, Nevada. If you haven't heard of it, it's just this black. It's actually white now. Somebody painted it. I don't know why, but it's just south of uh, eleven miles south of Rachel, and it's just this mailbox, a very secure, like metal welded. Mm-hmm. on a pole in the concrete ground mailbox in the middle of nowhere 
And no, is there stuff in it? I think you can put things in it, but I don't. It doesn't really. There's not really a lot. Like it's just there. Hmm. It's just weird. And evidently, there's there's two black mailboxes. One of them was the one I was talking about. This that's the the this now white and is very well built. There's also another just regular mailbox that owns that belongs to a rancher out there. Uh, but anyway, these mailboxes, whichever one's the right one, it uh, <laughs> it um, that's where alien alien um like communication. No. People who like to tra- trace aliens and are big into Area 51, if they're wanting to experience something, this is where they meet up. So oh. if you go to this place, if you go to the black mailbox, like, you can meet me at the black mailbox. Yeah, pretty much. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna find some other UFO crazies out there, I, okay. I want to go. So I'm putting myself in the. I'm not making fun of you because I think this would be a cool place <laughs> to go just to say I've been. Um, but uh, you can actually go there and see. Um, you're, you're probably going to run into other people who are out there and looking at the same thing you are. Uh, but evidently it's a good vantage point to see lights and stuff from area 51. If they are doing some tests or, or whatever, uh, you can see lights and, and things happening at night. Um, I'm sure they're just testing stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, aliens, you know, <laughs> that's what, that's what everybody's thinking. Right. Um, so, so that's, uh, that's pretty much all that's around there. Uh, Area 51, if you, there is the, uh, the roads if you want to travel and go to the, uh, to the border of Area 51. It's just south of Rachel, too. Uh, and you have to travel miles down this road that's just straight into the desert. It's not marked or anything, but, uh, but you know, you go to the, to the gate and you can look at trucks with people sitting in it, you know, guards sitting up on the hill. And mm-hmm. the guy here, I guess, is Harry. Harry Helms, he said, uh, or Harry Helm, yeah, Harry Helms, he said uh, that he was looking at them in a binocular and waved at them, and they waved back. And he's also seen them, you know, have video cameras, video camera, with videoing people uh, there at the at the at the at the gate. Mm-hmm. So kind of spooky. That is uh, so creepy. That if you if you and if you do cross the line and get into Area Fifty One, uh, people they let the guards let themselves known pretty quick. Um, and they'll if you get arrested, there's a fine and everything. So you mm-hmm. get immediately taken to the the county sheriff and booked. And I think it's a six hundred dollar fine. When I, you know, whenever this was written. So mm-hmm. yeah. So both might inter- be worth it to you. Try to, to me, get in there. <laughs> no, not to me. Uh, I mean, I might drive to the gate, but I'm not going to try to get in there. <laughs> you remember that was that, how long ago was that? I guess it was last year before COVID when they were talking about doing the the right the run on uh, Area 51. Did you, I don't do you remember, remember that. that? It was on the news, and there was like some kind of running. I can't remember some anime stuff. Like there's some I can't remember. It was Dra- Dragon Ball Z. I'm sorry to all of my nerds out there. <laughs> uh, I'm not big into this, uh, but there's some kind of running where like the people they put their arms back like this uh-huh. and lean forward. I'm 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 explaining to you. Somebody <laughs> out there knows what I'm talking about, and they're like, What's, I'm I'm showing Shannon. They like lean forward and put their arms, and they think it makes them run faster. Like, okay. <laughs> and this dude, this dude planned it, like put something on Facebook just as a joke in like some forum he was in, and uh-huh. everybody's like, "Yeah, let's do it." <laughs> so they were going to invade Area Fifty One and, like, and run like that. Yeah, because like the bullets couldn't get them or something crazy. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, and like he, I remember there's a there's a clip. 
of him um him showing like the news guys how to how to run like that uh-huh. down the street he looks, oh. <laughs> anyway it's it's funny but uh that was a big deal and i think covid <laughs> i was right before covid but they were going to meet up and everything the day came and i think you know it was just like a one big joke and uh there, i think some <laughs> people course. showed up but nobody did anything uh, but uh I don't think the I don't think the US government was worried a bunch about a bunch of nerds no. showing up anyway. <laughs> no. So uh and if you all if hey, if any of our listeners happen to be in involved in that and went, let us let us know. I think that'd be cool. Um or if you've been to any of this stuff, please let us know. We we haven't heard much from our from our listeners about if you've been to these areas and what you saw. So just uh just let us know. Um we'll we'll tag all of our stuff. You can find us on uh, online uh and just let us know all right uh so that's the black mailbox that's area 51 um i talked about um something else that's there i talked about the the test site and i talked about the nevada test site i'm mm-hmm. telling you google google earth and google maps it's cool i'm telling you all right you go to nevada and all right google go on to google maps and type in the sedan crater s-e-d-a-n crater Mm-hmm. That's just to the west of Area 51 and just south of, of Warm Springs, Nevada. And um, you can see the test site, Nevada test site, where they tested all the all the bombs. And I don't know, they're not all nuclear bombs, but they were just, it's just a bomb testing. And there's craters everywhere. And mm-hmm. The sedan stands out. Like, you can see it. And, uh, and if you're on Google Maps or Google Earth or just Google it and look at the reviews of the place, mm-hmm. they're hilarious. <laughs> Like I, t- I took my kids there, and now we're all peeing green and uh, like you know, uh, purple or something. And like I, I turned around to look at something, and I turned back around. My my family was gone, and now I have seven fingers on my left hand, and uh, you know, just yeah, all kinds stuff. of funny stuff like that. So. I'm looking at that up right now, and it it's huge. Yeah, I know. It's that's just, a not in my mind. I didn't think it was gonna be that big. Right when you See, said it, and you if you go if you're on Google or Google Maps or Google Earth. You can see it from very high up, and it's a perfect circle, a very deep crater, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's smaller ones around it, but that one kind of stands out. Yeah. So uh, it's a good, good thing. Go, it's a cool place to uh, Nevada is uh, to get on Google Maps and explore if you like doing that. I just did it the first time I've done it. I remember years ago I was thinking like, I wonder if Area 51 is on Google, Google Earth. Is I it? Wonder. Yeah. Hmm. It's there. So I, I just wonder. Uh, of course, I mean, there's nothing marked there. It doesn't say anything. There's no, it's just, there's pictures. But uh, mm-hmm. if you're into Area 51, uh, you know, Google Bob Lazar, L-A-Z-A-R. He's uh, he's supposedly a former employee, and he's the one that got the Area 51 craze and conspiracy theories and all that stuff out there. So hmm. um, I can remember his first name. I just saw it a minute ago uh, when I was looking up the black mailbox. But, uh. Anyway, I can remember his first name <laughs> off the top of my head. But uh, anyway, it's a, it's a pretty cool area. If you're going to Las Vegas and you want to drive up to Utah, drive up the AT Highway, the extraterrestrial highway, just for fun, uh, stop at the black mailbox. Uh, I'd like to do this at some point. That's, a, that's an area I'd like, to, I'd like to explore Nevada a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I've been to, to Vegas and, and, uh, and Reno. Uh, in Tahoe, mm-hmm. uh, the Tahoe area, I went and uh, ran a race out there. Uh, but anyway, 
Uh, I've never been, you know, explored. I did like, when I was in Vegas, I had a buddy that was living out there. Lewis, he's listening. He's one of the, my two buddies that listens oh. all the time. Um, he was on a, did an internship out there. Uh, his, him and his wife were living out there in 05, I guess, is when I went. And he was working during the day. And, uh, well, they both were. And they gave me one of their vehicles and said, here you go. So I just drove around. I went mm-hmm. out in the desert and just went down this. I was, I was close to, well, I drove to California. I'd never been to California. So I went to the California state line mm-hmm. and then like turned left down some road. And I was in the middle of the desert by myself. And I was like, this is, Jason. this is weird. <laughs> this is, uh, I was, you know, got out and stood in the middle of this road. Nobody around. Never saw another vehicle. Just out, you know, it's I would just have been cool. terrified. I wouldn't. It's just I was like, man, this is this is wild. And you think, you know, you, you I walked out, I walked out in the desert a little bit, and I was like, you know, it's just probably. I mean, I'm talking 100 yards or so, 100, 200 yards, and just like look down, and there's trash. There's a skull can laying there, and you're mm-hmm. like, how did you know somebody else has stood right here and threw down a skull can? You know, it's just weird that we've been everywhere. Mm-hmm. It feels like so. I felt very alone, and then I looked down, there's a skull and I'm like, not so far out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I like this area. Uh, I've been to Vegas two or three times, I guess, but I've uh, never never explored far outside of it, but mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to. Do so, it. Yeah. So that's uh, Warm Springs in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Shannon. Wait, there's no notable people? There's no notable people from... Uh, <laughs> or places to from visit. From Warm Springs. Uh, I told you, you could go, go hop in the pool. Yeah. Um, it looks like people do camp there. There's a parking area there off the side of the road. But Nevada looks like you can just go down a road, any road, and just... Well, I don't know if you can go down any road, but I'd be careful. I'd definitely uh, do some research before you just go camp somewhere. But it looks like you can just stop right there in, in Warm Springs and mm-hmm. camp. And... Hmm. Uh, and look up YouTube video of Warm Springs if you want to see. Uh, there's some lady I can't remember her name. Uh, if I, I'll try to look it up and post it. I've not been too good at, at doing that, <laughs> following up on stuff when I say that. But, uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I, I don't know. YouTube it's kind of weird. Instagram isn't the, the easiest place to post things to from other other sites. So, right. uh, look for us on Twitter at Crime Underscore Town. That's easier. Okay. I can put it on Twitter easier than I can other places. So. Uh, so there you go. All right, Shannon, what do you got? Okay. So I traveled inside, uh, Nye County, which is the same County that Warm Springs is in or Warm Springs is in this County. What I meant to say, um, Maureen Fields was a 56 year old woman who worked as a bank teller for Wells Fargo in Nye, in Nye County, Nevada. She stagecoach. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Connected. Okay. She originally was from New Jersey, but she lived in Nye County with her husband of 15 years, Paul Fields. Maureen and Paul had a tumultuous relationship, so much so that in early 2006, Maureen's coworkers were told by Maureen that if something was to happen to her, to immediately call the police and tell them Paul did it. Have we done this story before? Because this sounds pretty familiar. <laughs> like, this has happened more than I once. I feel like this usually happens. But isn't that terrifying? Yeah. Like, for yeah, you to yeah. think that you're, I, like, I just can't imagine my husband. Of, I mean, we've not been married 15 years, but we've been married a long time. Just being like, okay, 
it's so bad that if something happens to me, immediately call the police. And it was him. Like, why are you still here? Why are you here? still here? Yeah, why are you still with him? <laughs> yeah. All right, listen, listen out there. If y'all got this big of trouble, if your husband or wife or anybody, boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend's dad, whatever, is me, is like you're afraid they're going to kill you, get away. Yeah, there's got to be some way. I know it's not easy. I, it can't be easy because I'm not in that situation. And it's, you're just, what do you do? I'm, I mean, there's all kinds of questions and issues, but go find somebody to talk to. Go so, tell somebody. Get away. Yeah. Well, her friends describe Paul as a super jealous and controlling husband, which he probably was. Otherwise, she wouldn't have said that. Exactly. (laughs) And on Valentine's Day, 2006, Maureen showed up, which is when I I graduated, 2006. Yeah. Anyway. Was that Emily's first year teaching? Was it? I think so. Somewhere around there. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think so. Um, On Valentine's Day 2006, Maureen showed up to work flustered about something. She was just aggravated and kind of annoyed. When asked by her coworkers, you know, of course they were going to ask her, like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you upset? She didn't want to go into any details about what it was, but she told them, quote, something's going to happen. So that just left it like... Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she's already came to them and said you know about her talked about her husband negatively that something bad was going to happen so did just, she say something bad's going to happen or just something's going to happen she just said something's going to happen that could mean anything right. i yeah. guess that could like, mean that she I'm was going to a birthday cake after after <laughs> yeah. work something but it was notable they remembered that conversation okay. so the next morning on february 15 2006 around 8:30 her coworkers were waiting for her arrival at work she was already 20 minutes late they called paul to ask if she had left the house yet so she's late they're going to call him yeah. see like hey is maureen left yet he said that he thought she already had left for work after hanging up the phone, he immediately went to the police station to check and see if there was any reported accidents involving Maureen's car, right. which is a little weird to me because I don't think I would immediately go to the police station and what? ask if yeah, I could call. I mean, it's 2006. You could call. And it's Nye County, Nevada, and there's not a lot there. I mean, you're you're talking about small towns. Yeah. You know, there's not, the, the towns aren't that big, so I mean, you just, it's not one of yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't really know. I feel like that's a little sketchy. You know, what town was this in again? Nye County. I mean, what town though? Uh, Just out in the county. Yeah. After so after hanging up the phone, he went to immediately to the police station, which is kind of weird to me because I feel like you know they say like serial killers and killers sometimes they'll go they'll put themselves in situations to see mm-hmm. what's going on. So I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying there. <clears> where they like they they involve themselves into the. Right. So they can they can get the notoriety notoriety or at least get more of the rush or and just, the thrill. Yeah, and yeah. to know like right. what do you know, like kind of thing. Like I just feel like that's a little bit weird. I don't yeah. anyway, it he might have been weird. But the deputy that spoke with Paul said that he only asked him if she had been in a motor vehicle accident and never mentioned that she failed to make it to work that day. But later he said, No, I did. They just didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Which is or he said that he did ask about it, but they said it takes 24 hours for you to go through a missing person, like to do anything. Right. But the deputies were like, he never asked anything about 
missing person. Really? He just asked about the motor vehicle Very thing, nice. which now, is sketchy. I, yeah. If they called and said your wife's late, and then you're asking if she's been in an accident, well, why not say, well, she didn't show up to work. Yeah. I'm more concerned. Yeah. See, I, what I was talking about, a small town. I mean, <clears> if that happened here, if, if my wife didn't show up to work, you know, and the mm-hmm. principal called and said, hey, is she okay? You know, what's up? We didn't, because she always, if she's sick, we call mm-hmm. as soon as she, we, you know, we're like, she's not going to work today. She's sick, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that morning we're, we're calling, trying to get substitutes. I've run in, you know, uh, her, her planning and homework for the kids before. So mm-hmm. she's cause she's sick and all that kind of stuff. But you know, if she didn't make it to work, I, I've got, I've got officers numbers in my, you know, I've got friends that are police officers mm-hmm. here in town and I could call, I would call them, you know, right. Hey, and something you would happened. say she's not yeah. here. We Some, can't find yeah, her. I'd be like, mm-hmm. they just, you know, I'm going to look for him, you know, Emily, something happened in between here and work and she's not there yet. She's not answering her phone. Mm-hmm. I've looked, uh, I've already looked on, you know, Google already, earth. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, we got, I got, you know, find, find my friends or whatever it's called now, you know, I've got oh, her on yeah. there. So find I was, my f- iPhone. Yeah. I find, and I went there and, you know, I found her phone or what, you know, right. I'm going to mm-hmm. do something. I'm going to investigate and I'm going to get them involved, you know, but, and it causes, it's not far from here to her work, right. you know, so anyway. Yeah. So it is just, sketchy. It it's is weird. sketchy just to not give them more information or at least ask for more information. You know, I would be very upset and, mm-hmm. and like in a panic almost, you know, let's right. try to figure this out. You know, I'd be thorough because I'm, that's just, my nature i'd just be thorough trying to figure out where she at and go through the process of let's narrow this down and mm-hmm. but well he didn't know. seem that concerned he was just like well she been in a motor vehicle accident and then nothing else so yeah. the following day on february 16th maureen's vehicle was discovered in the mojave desert am i saying that right okay mojave desert yeah. in inyo county california that's where I was. That's where I was talking about. Where okay. I went down that road was the Mojave Desert down in that area. Okay, which is about 20 miles west from P-A-H-R-U-M-P. Pahrump. Okay. <laughs> okay, in Nye County. So that's where it was. That's the, the town that they were in. The vehicle was in a strange location close to 120 feet away from the highway close to De- Death Valley. So, I mean, that's weird. Why? It wasn't like her vehicle had been in an accident. It was 120 feet off of the highway. And authorities noticed that the keys were still in the ignition. Her purse, credit cards, and wallet was still in the vehicle. So, nothing was stolen. Everything was still there as if she just got out for a second and walked around. Authorities also noted that the driver's seat was fully reclined. Authorities also noted that the driver's seat was fully reclined. Her glasses and slippers were found underneath the gas pedal along with a 22 caliber rifle in the back seat. An empty bottle of Xanax was found in the back seat as well as other prescription drugs. So, I mean, there was a lot going on in this car. Xanax, a rifle, her wallet, everything's still in there, but she's not there. So, yeah. A lot. I mean, that's really weird. And you think about her carrying a twenty-two. Like again, again, Nye County is it's. By the way, it's a huge county. It's, very it's huge, huge land mm-hmm. land area. Uh, but a twenty-two is not a very high powered. It's not high powered at all. It's like the smallest caliber rifle you can get. Um, I believe close to it. If it's not. Um, but anyway, so that's just 
it's just going to, that's a good, good little thing to have. If you live out in the country, mm-hmm. there's a pretty good chance you're going to have a 22 rifle in your truck. You yeah. Know. But it's just weird that okay. all her stuff is just in there. Right. Nothing stolen. They just can't find Maureen. Um, Located on the ground right outside the door of her vehicle was a blanket with small amounts of blood on it. Hmm. Not like a lot of blood, just small amount, like, like droplets. Out. Yeah, the blanket was like out. It wasn't like all ro- like rolled up. It was just right. out beside hmm. the vehicle. And you can find pictures of this online as well. Um, and there was vomit that was on the ground also. When looking at the crime scene initially, authorities thought Maureen may have driven out to the desert to commit suicide, but police could not find the body, and there was no fingerprints on the prescription bottle, showing that that had been wiped clean. So, I mean, she didn't commit suicide and just walk off for miles. Right. I mean, the bottles had been wiped. Police also found knotted up pantyhose with DNA on it. And they sent this DNA off to a lab and didn't find any matches on it. Of course, the first suspect in the case is her husband, Paul. With their relationship problems and his weird interactions with the deputies at the police station, Paul's response to police about his wife's disappearance was that she had staged her own disappearance. Of course, naturally, it's not going to be him. He did tell authorities that he last saw Maureen on the evening of Valentine's Day at their home. He said that Maureen had taken out $7,000 from cash advances and withdrew $2,000 from their joint bank account to run away. So roughly over Mm 9,000. Well, police are able to look into their finances and discovered that he was lying about the withdrawals. She actually did do a cash advance, but it was to pay off a credit card bill. Okay. And so she didn't take out money to run away and disappear. Right. Authorities also got a hold of Paul's phone records, and he was also hiding something because that night it showed he made a call that pinged off of a cell tower that was located on the other side of town when he had told police that he was with her that evening on Valentine's Day at home. Oh, wow. But the cell phone had pinged on the other side of town, so in fact he was not with her, or at least his cell phone was not with him. Authorities thought they had their guy, but traces of the DNA that came from the knotted pantyhose was not a match to Paul. Authorities were stuck with no other leads. Six years later, though, in 2012, an officer realized there was a clerical error in Maureen's file. The pantyhose was not entered into the FBI's DNA system. When it finally was entered, they got a match. So someone didn't go through both uh, things. The match was to a now 81-year-old convicted sex offender named Keith Wayne Holmes, who was already serving time after trying to lure a 12-year-old girl into his vehicle in California. After Holmes was arrested, authorities found an old newspaper article about Maureen's disappearance under his mattress in his camper. Oh, wow. So, super creepy. Yeah. Got a trophy. Yes. Um, Police questioned him about his whereabouts in 2006 and why his DNA was on Maureen's pantyhose. He said that they had consensual sex before he left her in the in Death Valley alive. Police also asked Holmes if he knew Paul, and he said he did believe that he knew him, but he couldn't remember the details of how he knew him. Holmes was 
there was a problem with that because Holmes was actually in a severe stage of dementia. He was 81 years old. So at the time that police were questioning him, they couldn't rely on his testimony because he couldn't remember anything. Um, And he ended up dying two years later in 2012. Police still believe that Paul had something to do with Maureen's disappearance, even though DNA, even though DNA matched another man. They think they conspired with each other. Um, And the case is still unsolved and no one's been arrested and they don't have a body. They never found a body, huh? Mm -mm. All right. So I have, I looked while you were talking there and I have been to Pahrump. Okay. I think that's why I knew how to say it after you, uh, while you were spelling it. But anyway, I went from, uh, we drove from, where were we from? Where were we at? Uh, Fresno. We were at Fresno, went down to Bakersfield across into Death Valley, into Nevada, uh, to, to Las Vegas. I guess we drove in one day from Fresno all the way to Vegas. And we drove through Death Valley. And when we came out of Death Valley into civilization, we were in Pahrump. So that's, that's what kind of area this is. You know, Death Valley is on the other side of the, the mountain range from here so that's where that's where we're talking about that's what kind of uh so there's plenty plenty of places to hide a body uh bury a body all that kind of stuff i would say uh that there's been plenty of people buried around this area out in the desert that will never never heard from again uh from vegas and you know uh casino and you know joe pesci's probably out there somewhere you know uh i wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of the direction uh you know this that that kind of area it wouldn't be very hard to hide a body um and it also shows you know her carrying her having a 50 uh, a 22 caliber rifle in the back mm-hmm. i mean there's just so many chances to to run into to whatever out there because you're i mean it really is in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. um yeah you can be in the north <laughs> you can be in the middle of nowhere really fast mm-hmm. um so um that's i think i've heard of this this before for some reason this sounds very familiar probably there was a few there was i think one podcast done about it and it's been on the news and stuff so i believe i've heard a podcast Mm -hmm. about this or something because it sounds very familiar uh very very familiar and um so that's that's neat um and i hope what's his name paul Mm -hmm. hope he has anything to do with it that they find out you know uh, if he didn't then um but nothing happened to the old man. He just died, huh? Mm-hmm. So. They didn't have enough to charge him, and they still don't have enough to charge Paul either. Wow. Well, I uh, feel for a family. Hope they, they do get some, uh, at least they know that there was something. They've got some kind of answer, or at least some kind of, they know somebody was involved mm-hmm. and, uh, and know that for sure. Maybe that gives them some peace. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, wow, that's a, that's a crazy story. Mm-hmm. Well, I said this was going to might be one, a short episode, but it's not. It's not. It's not. No, we're uh, we're getting close to an hour. So, uh, uh, so little old Warm Springs, Nevada, and the Nye County uh, came through. Came through, yeah. And like I said, Nye, Nye County, I, it's a huge county. Like it borders, you know, it's it's north of Vegas and it's east of Vegas, and mm-hmm. it touches the, the California uh, line there, uh, the state line. So it's a lot of lot of area there. Uh, so. We did have to expand out into that area, like I said, but uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, and I think all that, that is, that's pretty cool. Uh, the area out there, and I do want to explore more of that at some point. Mm-hmm. 
you want, Jason wants to have a tall gray friend. <laughs> a short, no, short. They're short grays. Oh. They'll be smaller than me. Can't you have a tall gray though? I've heard tall gray tall before. Gray? Like, you're talking about like Slender Man. It's know. a whole different thing. That's not even an alien, but I don't know. Anyway, tall grays. I thought the, the grays were short. Are they? So, need to go to Roswell, New Mexico, and just do a big alien trip. Go to Roswell, then go up to, to Rachel. And I have no idea. I mean, they look really tall. Well, those do, yeah. Those are creepy. I don't know. I've heard that before, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really. This isn't my forte. Well, you go to Rachel, Nevada, and go <laughs> up that way, the ET Highway, and, and ask them. They'll, they'll let you know all about them. What would be cool is if we can find someone who's been kidnapped by an alien and we can have them on this podcast and we can interview yeah. them. Hey, yeah. To any of our listeners, if you've had a, if you've had a close encounter or you've been abducted, an alien abduction, fire in the sky. Let's top, hear about it. Yeah. Let us know. Email us. We want to know the details. Tell us your story. We'll tell your story on the, on Are this podcast. Are they tall or short? Yeah. Like what's happening here? I know. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Try I guess I am an alien nerd. I think it's you are. I, I, I mean, just think how I don't know. I don't know why they come to Earth, but I guess we're here. They, I mean, we're trying to go other places. Why, if we see that there's, who knows why? But anyway, I, you know, the Fire in the Sky. Have you seen that movie? Mm-mm. It was about uh, Travis Walton. I think is his name. Uh, from back in the seventies, he was a logger up in Washington or Oregon. Mm-hmm. and got abducted anyway that's a whole nother story uh that would be so Peter cool Berg, please email us if you've been abducted yeah. or had an encounter or they've came in your dreams or built a mountain out of mashed potatoes <laughs> um <yeah>. what? <laughs> somebody gets it somebody gets it you know what i'm talking about close encounters of the third kind no idea no idea yeah <laughs> every time i i see what is that called the devil's devil's tower um, it's a mountain rock formation uh, mm-hmm. s- somewhere in the, I can't remember exactly where it is, but, um, oh, what's his name on close encounters. Oh, he's on jaws too. Uh, whatever that actor is, he, uh, he builds it. He builds a model of the uh, devil's <laughs> tower out of mashed potatoes. So every time I see it, I think about mashed potatoes. Okay. So Roy Snyder. Is no, not Roy Snyder. He was in Jaws, but I don't think he was in Close Encounters. Okay. Um, it was uh, Richard Richard Dreyfus. Okay. Yeah, I always think about him and mashed potatoes <laughs> uh, a lot when I think about aliens. I just Close Encounters. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway, where are you? Movie. Where are you going to throw at? <laughs> where am I going to throw? All right. Let's see. I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> Thanks for getting us back on topic. All right. Hold on just a second. I want to throw the dart, and we'll be right back. Okay, Jason. Where'd you? Where'd you hit? Well, I tried for Alaska again, like I always do. I tried one time, didn't make it. Then I did the blind throw, and we got in California again. Okay. Uh, pretty close to Redding. Uh, not, not too far away, really. Uh, the northwest corner of California, a little town called Happy Camp, California. So This does not sound like it's going to be good for true crime, but there's but, always something. Yeah, well, there's always something. We looked a little bit, and there's a few things that popped up, mm-hmm. and it looks beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's a... Uh, Looks like it's called the. I looked and it said the steelhead capital of mm-hmm. the world or the something. <laughs> we just looked the steelhead capital of California, maybe I don't know, or that county. I don't know. There's steelhead trout there, so uh, it's a good place for anglers. It said. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it looked, you know, all the pretties, all the pretties, all the, <laughs> all the pictures were pretty, uh, you know, this, this lakes and streams and with mountainous background. So we're talking about, it looks like it's super close to the ocean. Pretty, yeah, pretty close to the ocean, pretty close to the Oregon line, closer to the Oregon line than it is, uh, the ocean though. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Pacific Northwest, sort of California Northwest for sure. So, uh, you know, come back and uh, it's going to be, like I said, it might be a week or two, but we'll get to Happy Camp California. Yay. One of the things I did see, one of the headlines says, Happy Camp California wasn't always a happy place. Oh, dun, dun, dun. So, don't, don't, don't. Stay <laughs> tuned for that. Um, thank you all so much for listening and thank you all so much for for continuing to listen to us. Please keep telling your friends about us so uh, we can continue to grow every month, uh, every day, every week. Um, go, uh, go check us out. If you, uh, if you were abducted by aliens or you have anything <laughs> else you want to talk to us about, uh, you can email us to at your town crime pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to Instagram. That's where I release the, the pictures every week of, of where we're going and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can, uh, slide into our DMS there if you want to, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's your town crime pod, uh, is our handle there. Uh, Twitter is at crime underscore town. Uh, Facebook, your town crime podcast. Uh, but that's where you can find us. You can also go to our, our webpage. Uh, it's your town crime podcast.com and link to all that stuff there. And also contact us uh, through our email there. Uh, see the shows. Uh, you can forward that onto your friends and they can connect to us there through podbean.com. Uh, that, that's where we release our shows. And, uh, and check that website out too. It's a, it's, there's a lot of podcasts on there and you, there's also, uh, you can listen to your podcast there also. So give them a little plug. Um, another plug again, just for the guy that uh, a lot of the information I got was the, the Harry Hems blog, uh, and his book, uh, seems like a neat guy. I might, I might check into him some more, uh, his little blog. He, he's, he's travels around everywhere and writes stuff about, uh, I'm going to look, I'm going to look him up and see if he's been to happy, happy camp, California. Mm-hmm. Cause I like the way he wrote and, uh, seems to kind of be interested in the same kind of thing I am, or at least write about, uh, things that I'm interested in. So mm-hmm. that's neat. Um, oh, and I remembered what, um, we talked about this earlier, what I saw this week, uh, that tied into our podcast. There was something about, um, I actually took a screenshot of it and forgot about, I did that too. It was about, um, I'm going to get in trouble again. Uh, it's about, it's about Thomas Edison. And there was just, just a pop-up uh, on Facebook, you know, suggested for you, unbelievable facts. And I have to imagine oh. this was popped up because I've been Talking researching, and mm-hmm. researching Thomas Edison. Uh, it said uh, that French inventor Louise Le Prince filmed some of the earliest motion pictures using a camera that he had built. However, he mysteriously vanished before he could perform a public demonstration of his inventions. Edison later took credit for inventing the first moving picture camera. Mm. The prince's son, Adolphe, who believed his father was murdered, once appeared in a court case against Edison. Mm. Two years later, he was found dead. Dun, dun, dun. That was from the Facebook page of Unbelievable Facts. That was them. They said that, not me. I'm just reading it. Uh, but anyway, I thought that was interesting that that, that popped up, and I was like, "Well, that would be uh, interesting to yeah, investigate." It would, and and I was also thinking this this week that 
if I wasn't on a list for, you know, <laughs> Google mapping area 51, <laughs> I probably am now <laughs> looking, yeah, up yeah, for all, sure. looking up all the stuff around Rachel Nevada. And like, I was zooming in, uh, you know, trying <laughs> to find the gates and all that kind of stuff. And they're probably like, there's some guy in, in Tennessee looking at, you know, looking at, looking right on top of us right now. Yeah. Somebody knows that in the government. Anyway. All right. Conspiracy. <laughs> Okay, guys, thank you all so much. Uh, the next time you hear from us, I'll be a, a dad of two kids. I guess I already am, but, uh, you know, it'll be be here in the world. So, uh, so yeah, Shannon uh, Shannon's finishing up her school year. Yes. She's going to do some, some summer school teaching. And, mm-hmm. Yep. And it's getting yeah, exciting. I know. There's a lot of things <laughs> going on. Thank you all so much for listening again, and we'll see you here in, uh, in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.